better ingredients, better pizza, better niggas. Bobby, cut, cut, Bobby, Bobby, cut the thing. If you want to make a ginger, give me Kikokoro. I'm sitting here watching Raw. Bobby Lashley just, you know, squashed the Miz again. And we're going to get to that because I know you you hurting about that. But, hey, you know what's the worst thing about the Lashley lock? That's what I'm going to call it. I don't know if what it's really called. It should be just called that. But the worst thing about the Lashley lock really got to be the fact that the only way to tap out is you got to smack the back of your own damn head. Like, <laughs> you over here getting manhandled, and now you got to make yourself look like, I'm stupid, I'm stupid, stop hitting yourself. Like, come on, man. That's the most bullying move in all of wrestling. It's like if if it's like, uh, what's Ben Reigns' character name and Baby Boy? Uh, shit, I forgot. The nigga that said, Why y'all keep testing me? Him or whatever. Let's just call that the nigga. (laughs) Why these young niggas keep testing me? That'll be hit. That'll be Ben Reigns' character and Baby Boy. That'll be his finisher. Call for your mom. Call for help. Yeah, he did the same thing, but except for, you know, he put the headlock on. He put him, like, with the old school Roddy Piper. Yeah, he put the sleeper on. But so it's equivalent to that. They got the Miz out here slapping his own fade. Like, it, but, it's uh, going up in the Andre the Giant Battle Royal. Uh, yeah, they got to let him win just based off the strength of this right now. <laughs> so two weeks straight, he began his ass whoop. Like, I understand he got the money in the bank. He got the championship again. He got to be the second Grand Slam, two or the first ever two-time Grand Slam champion in the modern era. Mm-hmm. But hey, man, it's time to call it. It's time to call it on uh, on getting your ass whooped. Let him, let him win the Andre the Giant Battle Royal, and let him go just host. Uh, that wipeout show for a few months. Oh shit, we come back. <laughs> oh, the white damn! I forgot that was even going on. It's a white on white crime. <laughs> I forgot that was even going on, bro. The wipeout show. Yeah, but I got that one, and I know Miz and Rocks have got to be pissed because Cena about to do it on TNT. Yeah, I thought it was the same show. I'm like, so is this the case of the Miz getting buried because of what happened 10 years ago? I think that was 10 years ago at the WrestleMania. Oh, it was 2012 when it was in New York at the Mets. Not at the Mets Stadium, but the Jet Stadium. I'm like, is this payback? I thought it was the same exact show. Yeah, no. It was at MetLife, and he was, you know, the rock, rock bottom Cena in order for the Miz to win, which is – uh. Hey man, which is wild to say the Miz got a WrestleMania main event victory before the Rock. I mean, how great is your goat? That's all I gotta tell people. Miz your goat. 
Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I that serious with it. He's one of my favorites to, of all time, but I'm not that serious. I have to check that real quick. Like, No, 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 no. Come on, bro. We came up in that era. Fair. Well, we came up in the era when it was only like five to ten good workers, but still, we from yeah. that era. It was basically a bunch of brawlers and like <laughs> you know, rednecks and yeah. alcoholics and drug addicts. And the best worker of that era, you know, we can't talk about no more because of some things he did. You know, it's just some rabid stuff. You know, it was very Wolverine-like. That's all I got to say about that. Just say redacted. Apparently, that's yeah. his new nickname. Yeah. You know, he, he was in that WrestleMania 20 triple threat. Um, That's all I got to say about that. Um, Nah, man. Welcome to episode 33 of Kayfabe Ain't Dead. Uh, happy International Women's Day. Happy Women's Month. Figure in honor of the day, we could start off by talking about some of our favorite women's workers, man. Because, I mean, we celebrate an International Women's Day, but to be fair, we've been talking about this for like the past two years. The women have been killing it across uh, promotions. Absolutely. Like they they've they've really been doing uh doing the work. They've been holding it down. They've been the most at times the most compelling stuff. Really what do you want to talk about? Like 2018 when like the moment I knew it was real was when Carmella cashed in on Charlotte and basically from that moment it was it was on and popping. Like yeah. it, it was because you had Rousey at that point. Then you had, uh, you know, the rise of, of Becky Lynch. You had Becky becoming the king of, of wrestling. You had Sasha and Bailey doing the tag team thing. Last year you had Sasha, Bailey, Asuka basically ravage uh, all of, uh, you know, WWE and basically be the king of this, the kings of it, the queens of it. <clears throat> But um, no, nah, some of you know some of the names that I think go without saying because we said we from that era, we have to mention Trish Stratus, we have to mention Lita, we have to mention Ivory, we have to mention China. Like, I don't think we can talk about women's wrestling at our age without talking about them. Because, I mean, Rhea Ripley is on the screen right now. And do you get a Rhea Ripley without a Lita or a China? Absolutely not. Like, like you don't you don't get a Charlotte Flair without a China. You don't get an Alexa Bliss without or a Sasha Banks without a Trish Stratus. You just don't. You don't get a Natalia without an Ivory. You know, and as I watched this Irishman and this Scotsman beat each other up, it's a Scorsese movie all over again. Um, definitely is. He got his ass whooped too. I don't know what's the end game for this. Like, he gonna got it's got to be Mania, right? Both of them, or for us, a title shot for Lashley? Nah, I can't see them in the triple threat with Lashley. I'm not I watching mean, that shit. I mean, <laughs> the good thing about that would be. 
Lashley would absolutely win that because I don't think you can have McIntyre win two WrestleManias in a row. He's not Hulk Hogan. Oh, uh, Papa John, big yeah. brother. Yeah. Um. Anyways, back to honor and women's wrestling. So, you know, uh, can't talk about without that era, uh, Alundra Blaze slash Medusa, who everything we said about China also goes to her. Like, I think I, we talked about this before, the fact that she beat Evan Courageous on WCW Nitro. That was a fire moment. Yeah. When the last time you heard the name Evan Courageous? Uh, it's, it's been a while for me. Yeah. When Have you heard that more recently or Prince Iakea? Damn, bro. You're going to the archives right now. Yeah. Yeah. That's where, uh, you know, he was one of the people that uh, <clears throat> introduced the valet known as Paisley, who later became Charmelle, which is Booker T's wife. Is this before she became a Nitro girl? I think this was right after. This was her transition out of being a Nitro girl. Because remember, Prince Ikea for a minute was being Prince-like. Yeah. And he was uh, the artist formerly known as Prince Ikea. Mm-hmm. And that's when he came out with Paisley. Let me look up this name, bro. It's been a minute, so I get a face. I know who you're talking about, then, though. Yeah, I used to call him Prince Ikea because... A little bit of dyslexia. That's all right. I, you know how many times I, I mess up people's names? It's true. But uh, no, shout out to them. Shout out to uh, Deborah McMichael, great valet. Um, she was the valet. <laughs> she was the valet to help Jeff Jarrett become a legit Intercontinental Champion. Yeah, he was out here dressing like Cam Newton. I remember Prince Ikea. Yeah. He's a cruiserweight yeah. champ, right? Yeah, he was. He had that. He looked like uh, a tiny Rocky Maivia. He had the TV title. They said eight. I got to go back to what Coach was saying. <laughs> eight wrestling hey. gimmicks that was totally ripped off. Hey, hold Ooh. on. The God, the God is on TV right now. Our truth. I know. I can't hear it, though. I'm listening I'm on, right now. Yeah, I got it on my laptop. And we recording, so. God damn, he He's, did have a Master Eddie girl. I got to run this shit back later. He using Space Jam lyrics. He doing a Space Jam spoken word right now. It's not Pepe Le Pew, right? No. Okay, cool. Bro, I gotta gotta chop the top though, man. I thought he did at one point, or he did already. Yeah, but he uh he got a little five o'clock shadow on the forehead on the back of the head. He copying my whole flow. Yeah. Word for word, bar for bar. That's no, bar him and Johnny bar. Gargano. Johnny Gargano having a midlife crisis. I did not see NXT last week, but I'll be watching tomorrow, definitely. Yeah, it was good or last Wednesday. week. I'm sorry. Yeah, we I'm, got getting, I'm already getting in the mindset that it's going to be on Tuesday, so. I got you. But yeah, I'm, I'm gonna watch this Wednesday and next week, Wednesday. So, 
leading up. I think to, uh, the Wednesday's announcement is going to be based on the takeover because it's rumored they about to have an NXT takeover. And more likely it's going to be live. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. Um, it's, I mean, NXT is, is done really, really well. I wonder what the big thing is going to be. Um, I just really don't know, man. I really, really don't know. But we shall see. And I I have faith that it's going to be an, uh, a good show. I, As far as NXT goes at this moment, I would really like to see them just have the king of the ring. Like, if you're not going to put it... Oh, I know what the big announcement is. Go ahead. Because, you know... Since Women's Month, shout out to uh, those wrestling girls. Shout out to them. Love them. Yeah. Because uh, I think that's where I first saw it on Twitter. But I think they're going to announce the Women's NXT Tag Team Championships. I can see that. Yeah. Because, I mean, it's getting to the point where if you're going to have this many women on the roster, you got to have more than just a, a main title. Like, I wish they would consolidate the the raw and smackdown tag team titles but we ain't gonna ever get that because vince don't give a damn about tag team wrestling yeah they got see originally when they talked about having uh it on tuesday the nxt show yeah i was hoping that it was actually just gonna be a second show because they got a lot of talent they don't use and we talked about that before yeah i i thought it was gonna be nxt evolve that was what the rumor was going to be, what it was called. And what it, what is Evolve exactly? Or what was the rumor about it? Apparently, the rumor was that Evolve was just going to get the, the other show. And I was like, oh, okay. So you got the real NXT. So he's about to see Kona Reeves every night. I like Kona Reeves, so I wasn't about to be sad about that. Yeah, is he still with them? Yeah, he's still there. Yeah, they got a lot of talent uh, that they don't use often. But once again, it's development. But they definitely got to do another show uh, because they just signed what the highest or the most people they've ever had come to development. Of course, everybody won't make it. But at the same time, if everybody, as it seems to be, is going to make it, you know, they definitely got to add another show. You got the big kid from uh, Wittenberg, Florida, yeah. with all the tattoos. He He kind of gives me like a mix between maybe I'm all lives matter or maybe I just really like Gunner's music and baby. And I just play a lot of call of duty vibe. So I don't know which spectrum it is. Yeah. You, you really don't know. You could just be a Fortnite player. Right. And then you got Rick Steiner, son, Rick Steiner, Jr. And then you got some other people who are all in shape. They got a lot of people that's in shape. I just know that. Yeah. And they got, uh, the most prominent name, at least amongst the women is a uh, tie of Valkyrie. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, shout out to her. You know, talk about someone that's been holding it down. Like, she's been the biggest name and I think, Impact for the last few years. Oh, other than, other than that uh, other girl who ruined her career. Uh, maybe, maybe not. It's, it's pro wrestling. She'll definitely be able to get booked on the indies, at least. That's true, because I just saw someone like Big Cass came back. And I was like, why? I mean, the indie fans love them. And they're like, he's he came back, Jack. 
He still ain't shit. He jack full of shit. That's what he is. Oh, yeah, but that's a woman's wor- worker who, if it wasn't problematic, we could be talking about her. We could be singing her praise, but, you know, she yeah. decided otherwise. Yeah. And then, you know, it, where women's wrestling is going, so we talked about it about last year. Uh, listeners, you can go back and listen to what we talked about, how more so towards the end of the, the year last year, how the women's workers were the MVP of pro wrestling as a whole last year. Absolutely. Without question, without them and, you know, WWE as a whole, it would be no entertainment. That was the entertainment right there. Like yeah. it wasn't no yeah. movies going on unless you watching reruns and whatever else was filmed. It was being put out. But far as like live entertainment, uh, Adam Silver got shook up until this year. He said, fuck it. Y'all niggas going to jump. Uh, yeah. But Vince said, y'all niggas about to hit these ropes. He probably really said it like that too, because yeah, he absolutely said it that way. He definitely in the triple threat <laughs> matches. Papa John's is Vince and Quentin Tarantino, and the winner takes all niggas match. Oh well, Tarantino. Well, I was about <laughs> to say Tarantino got that easily, but Tarantino haven't haven't stopped trying to say it. Like, well, they didn't say it in once upon a time in Hollywood, so maybe. He all right now, but, you know, Papa John's would have directed that. Bruce Lee would have yeah. definitely been saying it. Yeah. yeah. I told you. I tweeted out earlier. I said, Quentin Tarantino got to do the Papa John's biopic. Oh, yeah. He got, already got it written. Make them nigger pies. Yeah. Like, I'm, I mean, make them nigger pies. Like, that's. Oh, no. I, E-R-S. So, <laughs> I'm watching uh, Braun Strowman talk and i don't have the volume on me neither i just see a top of his head and why he looked like pharrell and pharrell rap you said who he looked like pharrell and like he doing the pharrell hand gestures from fronting all i see is him a, a redneck looking dude yelling with a five o'clock shadow at the top of his head that refuses to yeah. go home that's all I see. Yeah. but see you know they you notice that white dudes are able to do that yeah he do like, the uh you're just doing the loaded lux right now. And then uh yeah, I'm ahead of you, so I won't tell you what's about to happen, but you can already guess. I'm just trying to look at the sneakers. Cause then them look like Jordan ones. No, it's probably like the Jordan 33s or something like that. But um no, we usually talk about this, I think, at least once a year when it comes to women's work. Do you see women's work being a consistent, like a uh, headlining option for them? Because it really should. Like if you look at NXT, there's no reason why El Shirai shouldn't be the main event as much as Finn Balor is. Uh, if you're talking about, um, you know, because NXT and WrestleMania or some pay per views, it seems to be that's where they do the main event for women. Then yeah, or if we're talking about in the sense of WrestleMania, if you're gonna continue to do two nights, which you should for like however long you decide to do this, which should be the next couple of years. Uh, one show like you know, it's a rumor right now that we have Bianca and Sasha main eventing, which should be the main event. And then when you have things like a match or you know a match of that magnitude, that should be your main event. But I can see that. I mean, this is the most talented women's era ever, and some of these women are some of the most talented workers ever. 
Yeah. Not just not just women overall. Yeah. And I just I think it's um you know it's time, man. Like it's nothing wrong with uh they really got Shane McMahon since just like dead looking Braun Strowman in the face. Braun career is done, man. No, um, no, no. But he about to have the greatest match of his career. He really is. Come on, bro. Shane McMahon, one of the greatest of all time. The they about to fight. What he called all, himself, the giant killer against Big Show? They about to fight all over that arena. Shane going to jump off the top of the arena. Look, <laughs> if look, this is going to prove to me how tough Shane is. If he just uh, had, if they have like a backstage brawler, just a match. If he really want to show me how tough he is, even though we've seen it, just have a match all around Tampa with no mask on. I mean, everybody else is doing it yeah, in Florida, probably, so it really don't matter. He might already be doing that. Everybody me. is. It's Florida. Yeah. But um. anyway, no. Nah, I think they absolutely should let women main event. Like, the Bianca-Sasha match should not only be the main event. There's an argument that that should be the main event for night two. Like, that should probably be the last match we see. Because Roman versus Edge, as of right now, it, it's, it'll be <laughs> nice. It'll be nice, but as of right now, the build hasn't doesn't have me um, wanting to see that as the last match I see. Absolutely Whereas not. Bianca and Sasha, some of the stuff like the them doing another tag team title match, I ain't really with it. But oh, they're gonna put the titles on them. That or they're gonna turn somebody heel. They're probably gonna turn Sasha heel. That's when she had her best if we wanted to keep it a book. No, she really is. Yeah, like, because, you know, when this, even though her promos are all kind of the same, even when she healed her baby face, uh, at least with the baby face, it's like, all right, cool. This is this something I can get with. Yeah. And the way she sells more so when she's a heel is better. Like, when she's working heel, it's always better. She could work either way, but when she's heel, is better. But, I mean... If you do that, it, it comes to a thought of will Bianca go over if that does happen. Uh, yeah, Bianca will go over. There's no way Bianca's not going over. The one thing so? I will, this yeah. soon, even yeah. though she shouldn't have had the women's title in NXT, but you think so this soon? You can't do all of this build just to have her lose. I mean, this is the thing with me, so. What I say about the uh, Peacock bag? I said they got that solely because you got uh, quote unquote minorities. Even though you know, don't let me put my kufi on about that. We we were never the minorities, my brother. But if without this happening, without a Bianca Belair, all right, let me let me let me cut the promo about this since you know we're talking about women's workers. Without these women workers, talking about the black ones, talking about yeah. the Spanish one being Bailey, without them being on top, there is no Peacock bag. Let me be clear about that. I could talk about the men's side. Yes, we the Kofi Kingston's, the Roman Reigns, because, you know, the women love Roman Reigns. So you could sell that. But let me be clear. Without these women of color, the Asian women as well, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Asuka. Without these women of color, there is no Peacock bag. Without Nia Jax as well, 
I wouldn't even say Shayna Baszler. Without them, there is no Peacock bag. They are a represent- representation of a demographic that watches wrestling now, as far as look-wise, uh, background, etc. Without them, yes. there is no Peacock bag. Yes. Also, you know, I'm cool with the representation thing because, I mean, hey, if that's how it gets, you know, this and that, if it gets the workers over, that's cool. But I'll talk about that off air, actually. Um, is it you don't want to talk about it on air? Is it because you're no, in person? Okay, we can. We can talk about it. No, it's just one of those things. Like this, no, how no, you know cool. if you want to talk no. about it off air, you know. No, this is this is fair. This is how you know representation in a way is kind of toothless because WWE is willing to use it. Like, absolutely. Like, no, I'm glad that you're saying that yeah. on air. You, yeah, we, you need yeah. to actually say that on air. I know what you mean because you know it, it's but, been said before. Without specifically us being of African descent, without us, then it's kind of like. You know, yeah. what do you really have? But you you they they use that for advantage, but it's like that's the catch twenty two about it. It's like, you yeah. know, they need us for when they need us, but then when they don't, they don't. Yeah. The one thing I will say is I do respect the fact that they are letting them be their identities. Like Bianca is out there being Bianca. Mm-hmm. Sasha is out there being Sasha. Hurt business out there being the hurt business in ways that you know they would have like tried to keep a little more narrow before. Mm-hmm. the last few years um so whatever bruce pritchard and whoever else is running and vince and whoever else triple h shane they're letting people be themselves a little more and that's that's the good thing like our truth out there being exactly who our truth want to be like they're like wwe is i want to make it clear wwe is playing the representation game when they get to show those things but the cool thing that's happening that i get to see on there and this is where i i find it great is uh you know, people like Bianca get to be Bianca. People like Naomi get to be Naomi. Whereas back in the day, it would have been a whole character. Like, remember before Rikishi was Rikishi, he was Fatu, this like mm-hmm. hip hop dude. Yeah. Like, but then all the while you got uh, Brian Christopher and you got Sky Suhadi being the hip hop guys. Yeah. And then uh, you know the nation oh, domination. Not saying that you know we got to make it a fatal four away now. We got to add Jerry the King Lawler to the uh, Papa John's fatal four away of nigga. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He might take it. He might take the cake. Um, but yeah, so I don't want to make. I want to make that clear as like where WWE is using representation to get the bag and like show their diversity and all of that stuff. Eh, it's not great. The place that they're doing pretty well right now is that they are just letting people be them. And mm. that might have been the funniest thing I've seen all night. Seamus was doing the fella and uh, McIntyre just beat the shit out of him. Right, Just came up and from right behind and just clotheslined him. Yeah, I'm watching that right now. Hey, when they let McIntyre be a jerk, he is funny. Yeah, I mean, I just thought about it. So did you see what... Um... What Keith Lee said about well, first of all, he changed his name to Impatient Man, which is hilarious. I don't think that was the name of Jandai's song. Uh, but he called himself Patient Man now, and then he said, I can't wait to get back, or something along the lines that I miss y'all as well. You yeah. think if he was good, there's any chance we can get uh a Keith Lee versus Bobby Lashley at WrestleMania? 
No, not this year. Yeah. I, uh, <clears throat> I think had Keith Lee been healthy, I want to say he wins the U.S. title. Mm-hmm. Because Matt Riddle, I mean, <laughs> they had Matt Riddle just lose clean to Ali last week, which turned it up. Oh, no, absolutely. Ali need to have the U.S. title. Yeah. We need a, a, a Ali versus Xavier Woods program for the U.S. title. That would be a great WrestleMania match. Absolutely. Uh, they might have that book somehow, but I really want to see because he tired of uh, retribution. Yeah. Well, Vince, I mean, Vince basically used that to be make Antifa a joke. We know that because I'm still out of my, like, until last week, I thought uh, the Hurt Business was just a 4X parody. No, last year we talked about it. We was like, yeah. I'm surprised. Do it? Did I want it to last long? Yeah. You see how I was going crazy about the hurt business last year? I didn't expect it to last this long. Because history yeah. has shown when they got something good, they tend to bury it for some bullshit. But damn near a year into this, this is beautiful. I'm like, oh no, yeah. you see how I was going crazy last year when the hurt business came about. Yeah, like it was. Uh, you know, I was like, oh okay, we getting the African only stable. Right. I had to hit the Dr. Umar every time I've seen yeah. it. African only stable. Stable. And not only that, you could tell both their parents is black. All of them. Okay, so this is why Ricochet couldn't join? That's why Ricochet couldn't join. You think it's the he uh he big lotto. <laughs> no, she she's allowed to join the her business. She is, but uh what you call it? I mean, MVP out here talking like he want Naomi next. And I was like, book it. I mean, didn't around this, or not around this time, whenever the Hurt Business was established and they did the draft. So the last draft, whenever that was, remember, he did the whole emoji because, you know, he got a joy phone, which is crazy. He did the whole uh, holding the face emoji thinking. Yeah. Yeah, like, bro, they got to do that. And then look, maybe they setting it up. She with Lana doing TikTok videos. They might connect the dots. Yeah. If we yeah. can't get Big Swole, hey, man, give us Naomi and her business. Why? Yeah. Look, MVP out here like LeVar Ball. Except yeah. for he just got four mellows. Yeah, he got four LaMellos. He ain't, you know. No disrespect to Lonzo because Lonzo hooping, but LaMelo hooping, hooping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. LaMelo is a uh, rookie of the year. Rookie but... of the year. Third team. He should make third team as well. I'm all... No. Yeah, no. All right, no. cool. We're gonna have that topic. We're gonna have that talk off air. Yeah. But um nah man, I mean just going back to like talking about right. women's thing, we've been all over the place, but that's all right. No, we're gonna come back to it. The like that's another women's worker who's been highly underutilized. And the one thing we've seen MVP do this past year is take workers that hey, you're not really doing nothing with them. I can I got some ideas for them. Like if MVP is a out here doing production work for like the hurt business programs mm-hmm. you might want to have him book some more matches because it sounds like it would seem to me like since he's not wrestling as much anymore if he's gonna wrestle again it seems like he might be in the role of not just managerial but behind the stage doing production work mm-hmm. and if that's the case then I mean, he's he's done a very good job if he if he's the one responsible for this uh, hurt business run. 
Right. So, you know, we got to get that dude his flowers because he took the same gimmick in uh, TNA and he got it over in WWE. And I don't think that's ever happened before. Uh, taking something from TNA and bringing it to WWE, or are you saying somebody taking one type of gimmick and bringing it to another? Uh, taking their TNA gimmick and successfully, well, I guess Matt Hardy with the, the Woken Matt Hardy, because we did get the final deletion. But it wasn't as crispy as it was in TNA. It was not. It was not. But it was never going to be. It was it for... For as much input as Vince has, the fact that we got that strange thing put on a Raw episode, like, I can live with that. Yeah, we're all just welcome. You know what I mean? That that Woken Matt Hardy gimmick was just like Fetty Wap's run. Like, it's fire right now. And, but, you know, we uh, want it long term, but not that long. Well, that's um that's something that's always happened with Matt Hardy, too, because Matt Hardy, he never afraid to switch the style up. Like, how many characters has that man had? He got more characters than Drake got accents. Really? Yes. All I remember is the version one, him as the Hardy boy Boys. with the hot topic. He got mm-hmm. uh woke Matt Hardy or or broken Matt Hardy, whatever. Uh he got CTE Matt Hardy against Semi Guevara. And now he we got, got a big money Matt. Yeah, with a Corvette. Yeah, I mean, Corvette is a nice car, but bro, this ain't 1989, bro. You ain't getting yeah. no props off with that. Which, once again, I thought the Hurt Business was a 4X parody. Maybe Matt Hardy is. They got white 4X? I mean, diversity. Uh, the motherfuckers that said, I know what the white 4X is. Uh, Cutco. Yeah. yeah. Sell these knives. I was, you know, I worked for Cutco before. Really? Yeah, this is 2007. The one in Torrance. I remember the office. So you know exactly what this Matt Hardy character is then. Yeah, absolutely. But the thing is with me, I just had people sign off and buy like $20 so I could get the money, the commission off that. Understood. Understood. Because um, being being in the head of trying to sell knives, I don't think that works. Yeah. No, 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 no. That's, it was like, man, bro, we already got those. Um, you mentioned Big Swole earlier, and I just want to send a, a get well soon because uh, Tony Khan was talking today, and I think he said the reason she wasn't in the tournament is because she's uh, dealing with, like, a Crohn's uh, flare-up because she does have uh, Crohn's disease. Mm-hmm. So I think as he said as of right now, she's uh, she's dealing with that and just trying to get better from that. So... Just send a get big get well to uh, big swole. Absolutely. And then when she get good, I'm gonna cut the same promo I said before about her being AEW. Yeah. Um, speaking of AEW, you know, this past week, uh, before we get into it, we do have to shout out the fact that uh they made Red Velvet and Jay Cargill look great, and they gave Shaq match of the year. Ooh. Match of the the year, but shouts out to them, too. They did work. Let me put all this aside. They did work. That was my personal match of the year. But, boy, Mm -hmm. Red Velvet. Let me get back to the lust now. Red Velvet and Jay Cargill. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, 
I know people was telling uh, Red Velvet, if you know, you can always come home. There is no place yeah. like home. That's all I'm going to say what people were saying to her. Like, you know, I hope. No, you know, has, I was saying that. I had the Dr. Umar quote. Yeah. I, you know, I mean, I hope she has a happy relationship with dude. I just, the jokes was out there. The jokes was out there. Men, men were lusting once they uh they saw her again. Because they, they, they saw her with those engagement photos and they were like, yeah, we can let this go. And then they turned around and was like, you know what? Nah. Nah, I, I think I'm I'm fabulous with this. But I can't let you go. Anyway. No, absolutely. No, no, no. I was hearing what you're saying, but listen, just, just come on home. And uh, yeah, Jay Cargill, they got something there. Like, I heard someone saying like, oh, well, her ring ruck work was very basic and i was like well she's still very new but even for basic ring work she was she was very safe she was very crisp and uh she looked pretty fluid in there so Mm -hmm. so i was like hey man just keep it going so that was just some hating motherfucker that was just talking because i don't i don't i don't get it like what was listen bro eventually people gonna start telling the truth sooner or later hopefully yeah, it was I just some, some bad wrestling, bro. Yeah, it was just it was just some way to someone to find a criticism, which I was like, look, man, we all know she knew. She had a high pressure match because it was the match with Cody, Shaq, and she is the greenest wrestler out there, and she didn't look bad at all. At all. Like I know Shaq is, you know, more green than her, but for a for someone who's like looked at as a wrestler. She was the rookie out there, so hey man, just let her have a nice run on AEW Dark, get some stuff under her belt, start coaching her. You can really do some stuff. Mm-hmm. And with that said, let's talk about Revolution. Hmm. I'm going to let you run the ISO, bro, because you know me. Um, yeah, I'll chime as much as possible, but hey man. At first, alright, let me just say this. At first, I was like, all right, I'm probably going to watch this because the All-Star game, I knew it was going to go left, and it did. You know, I'm not the biggest fan of Ben Simmons, but I still want to watch him play. You know, Joe Embiid, Joe Embiid? Yeah, Joe Embiid is my MVP choice this year. So I want to watch. But a small part of me was like, all right, let me see what's going on with AEW. The first match that came on featured one of the greatest tag teams of all time, the Bucks of Youth. No, the other it was MJF and Chris Jericho. First of all, I found out about the lineup early in the day, and I was like, okay, I don't think I'm gonna do this. But then I was like, all right, let me watch. I saw that match and I saw Chris Jericho gut, and I said, never mind. Yeah, he uh I mean I I, I heard recently that he's supposed to be transitioning into an announcer in the next year or two, and I was like, let's make it a few months. No disrespect. There's no disrespect, it, it, you know, to do. Yes, it's disrespect. Yeah, we can do it tomorrow. No respect, because dude had, you know, a legendary career. He wanted the best ever, but, you know, it's time. He is. You know, it's, we just kind of, I just kind of put it to the left just because of the bullshit he's been saying the past year. But, you know, oh, yeah, all that aside, he, he is one of the greatest of all time. It's sad because I felt like he was top five, top ten, but, you know. I, yeah. I only could let certain shit slide, bro. If you would have said one thing, it would have been like, all right, bro, I'm still looking at you funny. 
well, you keep going with the bullshit. I'm like, all right, bro. So you just burying yourself for no reason. Like you had it. Yeah. He uh he just he's just a flat earther, man. He beyond that, man. But you know, that, that's neither here nor there. I don't even want to have a conversation about dude, but he didn't have to do all that. But yeah, no. go go. Yeah, but he can make it tomorrow, uh, bro. So we had that match, and I mean the Bucks and MJF carried Jericho as much as they could, and <laughs> For the three of them, it wasn't a bad two-on-one match. MJF looked pretty good in there. He was doing his heel stuff. The Bucks were doing a Bucks thing, you know, the things you expect. And uh, yeah, man, it it wasn't a it wasn't a bad program at all. Uh, <clears throat> then you get this is where it annoyed me. So on the pre-show, they had. Riho and Thunder Rosa versus Maka, Maki Ito and uh-huh. uh, Britt Baker. And that match had like an actual rivalry with Thunder Rosa and Britt Baker. And that was on the pre-show as opposed to the Casino Battle Royal, which could have been absolutely a pre-show match. Um, And it was fine. Like, all I could think with that was, you know, whoever watches AEW Dark religiously knows exactly what's going on. Because everyone else was like, I mean, uh, okay, whatever that's about. Like when QT Marshall just decided to eliminate himself and be a jerk, I was like, I, I honestly don't know what this is about. This is some YouTube stuff right here. This happened on AEW Dark. But I mean, I wanted Santana and Ortiz to win that, but I understand why they didn't because it's story stuff. But we got Pack and Phoenix out of this. So we're going to get Pack and Phoenix versus the Young Bucks on TNT in the next few weeks. Mm-hmm. And that's a win because that's a good match. The Bucks ain't losing, though, because they ain't. I'll be damned if they lose on the titles on TNT. I also want to point out that FTR was not in that, which, once again, FTR got really frustrated by WWE only to go to AEW and be in the exact same position. So I don't know what you do with that, what you want, but yeah. Then we have what? The women's match? Uh, Hikaru Shida versus... Uh, yeah, I, didn't, I didn't see, bro. So I'm, I, saw I'm I think it was real. I mean, and... Once again, the women's match, like Hikaru Shida put on the best match of the night, as she has done, I think, at every AEW pay-per-view event since Double or Nothing last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't know this, but apparently her and Kenny Omega are dating. Yeah, who who was that again? I'm sorry. Hikaru Shida? Yeah, I heard about that. Okay, because that's why they was like, she keeps getting all these matches or whatever. Yeah, someone tried to insinuate that that's the reason she's getting the push, and I was like, uh, she might be a better wrestler than Kenny Omega right now. So, yeah, but still, you know, sometimes politics is usual. That's not true. saying man. that's that's how she's getting over, but you know, yeah, like I mean, people won't, man. As you notice, people always find a reason to complain in pro wrestling. Yeah, um, and I ain't tripping on it. Like, if anyone wants to be a hater on that, then you. You're doing a lot of gymnastics as to not to watch those matches and be like, oh, she's just whatever. It's like, mm, okay, okay. Other than Britt Baker, she's been mm-hmm. she's the the best performing uh, wrestler they got consistently. 
But uh, we had the big squabble afterwards with uh, with all the women. And I got to say, when they gave the women time, they actually told some good stories. Because you had the Rio Mizunami match in the Karoshita. And apparently they was on the commentary talking about like, yeah, there's bad blood here. And I was like, well, this could have really used a build instead of just a tournament win. Uh-huh. But we're going to see because over the next few weeks, Tony Khan is talking about the women are going to main event AEW Dynamite. And I was like, well, it's taking you long enough, bro. Start taking this seriously. Uh-huh. What's the next match? Uh, Matt Hardy versus Hangman Page. <laughs> it was like a money on the pole match or something. Yeah, it was just like whoever wins gets the other one's money for the first, like the earnings for the first uh three months. And I was like, uh, so Hangman Page won fifty dollars. That's in, that's the AEW contract money. But the most important thing, there's two things that came out of this match that we need to uh, recognize. They made the right move in letting Hangman Page win because that's one of the guys you're building to be a star, so he got to win. The other thing is don't ever put another Matt Hardy match on pay-per-view again. I don't care if it's a tag team. He's the seventh man in a 14-man tag team. I don't want to see Matt Hardy wrestle on pay-per-view. <laughs> circa. Again. Circa 2017. Like, he can wrestle on TV till his heart's content. But don't ever ask nobody to pay to see a Matt Hardy match ever again in your life. No, it don't need to be on TV. It don't need to be on dark. It don't need to be... In a dark match that not televised, I it don't need to be in a dark room. Wait a minute, did I say it two years ago or last year? I said hang it up. I feel like last year I was really going crazy for the hang it up Matt Hardy and Jeff Hardy campaign. I was saying it last year, nah, bro. Y'all for real call it, both of you. Like he he came out. Let's talk about Raw for a second. Jeff Hardy came out as a lumberjack, and bro, that that struck. That wasn't even strut. He was like, yo, his his knees is down bad. Yeah. It's, it's just it's the time. towel not even crispy no more. The towel looked like it's just been washed and in a dryer too many times. He don't want to buy a new towel. Yeah. It's time for both of them to call it. The little true religion shirt that Matt Hardy be wearing from 1999. It just got his gut poking out. He up yeah. here looking like Sada Baby. It's just time, bro. Yeah, it's just you know, he you look like a West Indian man now. Right, without all the colors. Yeah, just the stomach out, you know, shorts like bro, just just take off the bootcut jeans. Take off the bootcut jeans. Um one thing I will say, yeah, like that was the theme tonight, like like that night, because I don't want to be disrespectful all the way because AEW <laughs> made all the right choices on, like, who won. All the right people won. Like, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, what else happened after that? You have the tag team match with Miro. And, it, <laughs> I mean, they finally look like they're just going to let Miro be, like, the old Rusev character, which, I mean, it took you long enough. Right. He signed in fucking July, August, somewhere around there. 
And you just now like, okay, let's make him a monster. Like, nigga, what? He ran out of games to he ran out of games to stream. Yeah, that Twitch money ain't hitting like he used to. Among Us ain't working no more. Yeah. But uh yeah, they won. That was the right move. They the only thing in that match that was stupid was they let Orange Cassidy get a spot, which they should have just kept him out of the match and just squashed Chuck Taylor because nobody cared about Chuck Taylor. Like, you know, we might as well start calling him the game. I was just about to say that. That's the game's old alias. Yeah, that's Jason. Right. Around the stripper era. Yeah, we might as well just start calling him uh, the game. Hurricane game. Hurricane Chuck. The man that made uh, Ghost Unit, classic mixtape. Yes. You see, I said that over uh, the documentary one or two. <laughs> uh, the, the first documentary is good. That's it. That second one, bro. You, I think it hit different just because you know I was I was out wilding during the day parties when that came out at twenty fifteen. Yeah, I know people was big on that one hundred song, but how it go? I know how it go, but I'm asking you. I know how I go. I ain't singing it though. Yeah, nigga. Well, yeah, one hundred. When Tony Khan gonna keep it one hundred? We're getting there. <laughs> uh, then we have what? The ladder match. And With I mean, the Sonic Ring. Yes, yes, that was the best part about the whole night. They had a literal brass ring, which I was like, okay, fine. And I was like, oh, shit, they let Scorpio Sky win this. Because I was like, I was very, very certain that it was going to be Ethan Page or Cody. Because I was like, yeah, they're not letting Lance Archer do this. They certainly not letting Penta do this. And uh, old rapping dude, they're not about to let him win because, you know, they're just not going to do that yet. But, um, yeah, Scorpio Sky reached up. You know, he got the Chaos Emerald. So you know what's about to happen, right? Uh, he going to spin out that ring on his bald head. You going to, uh, once he get the coffin drop by Darby Allen on Wednesday, you're going to have to put the Sonic Rings gif up. Wait a minute. Well, somebody already kind of did that. They did the bonus world from Sonic the Hedgehog too. Yeah. No, that was number one. I thought that was his. Remember the second one had it too? No, the second one had you running through that little tunnel. The first the, one was when you bonus? was like, yeah. The, the second one had you when you was uh like moving through those little things. Where is Charles Hamilton so I could ask him these questions? He would have gave us a blow by blow pause. He really would have. He really would have. He would have jumped in. Sonic one and two. He would have been like, both you niggas is wrong. Oh, right. That was, that was Papa John. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> Papa John basically he called something. He said that nigga runs like something. Yeah, it is the first one because I remember yeah. the music. The second one, yeah, you just uh, you just see yeah. the back of his head. It's like the Sega 3D look. Hey, shouts out to uh, Sonic and Knuckles. I got my ass beat for throwing the controller playing that. Yeah, that sound about right. That's about right. Uh, nah. So you had that match, and yeah, Scorpio Sky won. I would like to see him win the title just because he's a better wrestler than Darby Allen, and you can do more things with him with that title. But I don't think they're done with Darby Allen just yet. 
Because then you had the street fight, the most disappointing match of the, the night for you. Because you wanted to see Sting actually die. Hey, man. It's either that or deny retire him. Because he, he didn't. It was a cinematic match. We heard it was going to be a cinematic match, but I thought AEW was going to do the opposite. No, they got to protect Sting. They're going to use him at least two more times. But he took that power bomb, and Brian Cage almost sent him to Jesus, man. <laughs> yeah, but, no. He really was touching the back of his neck like, oh, shit. Yeah, and Brian Cage got on. He got on social media and started talking shit about it. Like, <laughs> I powerbombed the shit out of that senior citizen. I was like, wow. But shout out to Brian Cage. Hopefully they actually start using him too because he's actually good. Man, I'm very surprised he never went to WWE. I mean, he he a big dude, but he only like, what, 5'11"? Yeah, but, you know, I thought this was going to be like, hey, listen. It doesn't matter. Nah, Vince, Vince like the women now. Like you got to be six feet or over to to get to get on. <laughs> and I mean, I can't really fault him because all the six feet wrestlers he got is cold. Like Drew is cold. Roman is good. Keith Lee is good. Damian Priest is good. People like Corbin. Like what? What you want me to do? Hey, bro, I really need – I don't know what they about to do. I was talking shit. I don't know what they about to do with The Fiend and Randy Orton, but I'm all in. Say that for – yeah, I need that for WrestleMania. I don't know what they're going to do, but I'm about to watch this. Mm-hmm. They got my guy out here cuffing up blood. Which uh, – Oh, yeah, we got to put – it's a fatal four-way now between – with the Papa John nigga Battle Royal. It's a fatal because, five-way now. Yeah, because you know he all he was close to saying it. Randy Orton was close to saying it again. He was close to saying it again. Yeah, when he was talking to Big Draco. Yeah, he said a bitch ass. The funniest everybody said a what? Say it. A, a bitch ass what? Say it. Still say it. I will say it with you. Yeah, let's sound it out. But nah, they uh. I'll put this. This brings us to the main event of AEW. And all I got to say is. Gilbert. Gilbert. Cody an asshole for taking all the pyro budget still when they knew they had to blow that ring up. Yeah, for his 10-minute entrance. Yeah, they was like, Cody, can you spare us something? He was like, nah, There's nothing left. I need all of that. Because they had they had them out there looking like uh, the Native American dude from Joe, Bur- Joe Dirt. I got sparklers and snakes. <laughs> <laughs> Them dud ass fireworks, bro. I remember like, that. You ain't got no Roman candles, no this and that, no M eighties. What he said? <laughs> yeah, it was out there. He's like, nope. All we got is snakes and sparklers. And they had Eddie Kingston out there looking like a damn fool because he decided to commit and be a good wrestler. They better reward him. <laughs> they won't. <laughs> they won't. Right. 
They were to reward him because he they had him out there looking foolish and he committed. That man had the he had the Chuck E. Cheese uh surprise fireworks. Yeah. Oh shit, he about to throw up again. They had the bowfinger uh fireworks. Hey bruh, I want to know who lacing uh Amos up with these big ass 5X jackets, cause they be fire, bruh. This shit is custom. I haven't got there yet. Yeah, I keep forgetting. But you already know he clean without me saying something, bro. Where is he getting out? Who who making these jackets? Or can they get them in my size? Yeah. I need like, his designer. Like, yo, man. Come on. Yeah, where is he getting those coats? Because I know, like, he got to be spending his whole check. Or is his, that's just part of his budget for character. That's, that's Vince, definitely part of his budget. Because Vince got to be out there like, this motherfucker has to look good. Nah, he be killing it, bruh. I want to know where who lacing him up. Who in the wardrobe department is giving him these? He ordering these. Yeah. Oh, he didn't wear the black turtleneck this time? He could have came out looking like Vision. Yeah, I'm sick of that meme, too. I knew that shit was going to happen. Yeah, I know. It was it, it got old real fast once uh black people didn't wasn't controlling it no more. Per usual. But um, nah, man, that that main event was sad because the first thing I asked, I was like, man, Moxley got to really look at Kenny Omega and ask the question, why I always got to make you look tough? <laughs> like every time I fight you, you want to use barbed wire, you want to go through wood, you want to use glass, you want to explode stuff, but you just wrestle other people. But me, we got to do some hardcore shit. I like just wrestling too. What's wrong with headlocks? What's wrong with a power bomb? Yeah, they always making him the crash dummy. Like, man, can I just do a basic lockup? Like, my wife is pregnant. I'm gonna be a father, and y'all got me blowing myself up over here. I'm gonna go to Japan, man. Right, it might get to that point again. They just basically making him a cartoon character. They making him Coyote Coyote. Yeah, but he ain't placing the traps. The other thing is, what the hell is Kenny Omega's character? Like, is he the cowardly Kenny heel? Omega? No, he's yeah. Kenny Omega. Yeah, like you the cowardly heel because you always need someone to help you win. But at the same time, you the one that's building the barbed wire match. You the one that's building the explosions and all of that. You set the parameters. But you still the cowardly heel that need help. Like, bro, what? Like, pick a character. He honestly. never had a character. He he's just a weirdo. He's just Kenny Omega the weirdo. Yeah, this is what this is where Tom Tonga the God is right. Cause he's like, man, everything they do is for self. Mm-hmm. Everything. What they about to do is for self again. Yeah. Like, we going into AEW Dynamite this week, and you got some good character stuff going. I just don't know if they're going to execute. You got good character stuff going on with the women's division. You got the Thunder Rosa, Britt Baker, Nyla Rose, Akaro Shida thing, which could lead to a nice uh, fatal four-way match eventually. You got MJF looking like he's going to turn on um, Jericho, which will probably be the good thing because then you could probably put focus on Santana and Ortiz. Hopefully. Uh, 
You got Hangman Page done with Matt Hardy, so you can put him in something more serious. Put the TNT belt on him. Uh-huh. But the main thing you got to do going forward is stop putting old guy versus young guy. Even though the young guys are winning, stop doing that. Like, you can do a Orange Cassidy versus MJF feud, and it'll be fine. You can do Miro versus Hangman Page, and it'll be fine. It'll work. You can do Private Party versus the Young Bucks, and it'll be fine. Mm-hmm. You got to trust these young dudes, man. Because if you're going to keep putting using these old people to put the, the young people over, these young people ain't going to ever get over. Ask WWE about that. How many people did they say, oh, yeah, fighting Brock will help you get over and, you know, it'll make your career, even if even in a loss. Samoa Joe, just an announcer now, Finn Balor went back to NXT. Braun Strowman about to, you know, get carried by Shane McMahon. Drew McIntyre, the only one. Mm hmm. So don't sit up here and say, oh, yeah, these old dudes will help make your career. No, they won't. Because people still like them more than they like these young dudes. You know what gets these young dudes over? When people have to just make a choice. Hmm. Who do I want to see win? MJF or Orange Cassidy? Who do I want to see win? Cedric Alexander or Ali? That's when you get some winning. That's when you get a new fan base. You ain't going to get that with, yo, yeah, let's get the young guy versus the old head and have the old head put the the young guy over. Ask Keith Lee how that worked out. Right, it never works. Like, established guy going over, you know, a a new guy going over established guy, no, that that hasn't worked. I mean, WWE tried that this past decade, and it didn't work out well. It was just, you know, Undertaker versus Roman. It was just kind of like he beat up an old man. Being taker, yeah, but he, he was the second person to do it. Brock Lesnar, same thing. He just beat up an old man. He was the first person to do it, but but that was different. That was a little monumental, yeah. but still, it, it's just like all right, cool. But you know, after the documentary came out, with Taker saying, "Oh, she always crying." With Taker saying, "All right, uh, you know, I was beat up." He basically not putting over Rome. He told him, "I'll beat up. I couldn't have a good match." Like, all right. So it never really works out because by then the established guy is pretty old, of course, that, you know, and, and far along as his career compared to the young guy. Yeah. Like the reason Miz versus Lashley worked because Lashley ain't no no rookie. No, he's he been in this fifth as- oldest WWE champion in history, which is crazy. I, I didn't even know he was 43. Also, him and the Miz been in the business for about the same time. It's great, but you know what? That's time passed by so fast. I didn't even think about that. When they said Bobby Lashley, I know they said it took him 11 years to get the title, which is crazy, but I had to remember, like, God damn, he did come into biz, like, at 30 years. He came in WWE, like, when he was, like, 30 years old, but it doesn't seem that long, and besides that, he hasn't aged. He still looks mm. exactly the same, which is crazy. It is. But, um... No, nah, it's just one of those things, man. Like, I get it. You've been you did that for the first year because you were new new program. All right, it's over for that. Like I said, I don't need to see Matt Hardy on on pay per view no more. I don't need to see Jericho on pay per view no more. 
It is that we talked. I feel like we talked about this numerous times, man. It's just when it's your time, it's your time. All right, let's say this. If you were a basketball player that could play to about 43 years old or so, after a while, it's just like, hey, bro, <laughs> we just tired of seeing you, bro. It's too long. You know, maybe in those sports, well, it's just, yeah, no, it, it works in a team sport as well because with Tom Brady, it's like not just because he went it, but it's like, my nigga, we've been seeing you for 20 years now. Yes. It's like, all right, bro, we want to see something different. Like, we know you're going to win, and you can't really hate it because he's the greatest quarterback of all time. But it's just like, damn. So in the case of, you know, pro wrestling, it's really more so along the lines of that now, especially now because you got talent that may end up being better than the guys that you name. Legacy, they got it. They're a legacy act, and it's great. But who's to say it won't be somebody and shit, somebody here right now who's – not already better than a Chris Jericho. I yeah. mean, if you want to, if you want me to say names, they're in the WWE. They 42, 43 years old being AJ Styles. I feel like it's better than Chris Jericho. And he went past Chris Jericho probably 10 years ago. Yeah. But the thing is with AJ Styles, you could tell in the past two years since he's been borderline. And the thing is with him, he's admitted like, all right, bro, I'm almost at the end of my career and that's fine. So at least with him, they understand that, and that's why they'll give him like a little two-year deal, re-up, and then he'll play the role that he's playing now. Where it's like, I don't really need to be in the spotlight. Whereas a Chris yeah. Jericho and a Matt Hardy seems to be, they kind of want to be in the spotlight, especially Chris Jericho. AJ Styles like, hey man, I'm just here to get paid, which yeah. is fine because he deserves it and then some. Because I've been on record of saying Chris AJ Styles is top ten, top five of all time. That that's a lot. Wherever you want yep. to place him, it's up to everybody else. But he got the career, he got the he got the ring work, he has everything. So yeah. The other thing is AJ Styles is even though he's lost some steps, he's still good in the ring. Like but, but the thing is that's so crazy about him is he's modified his style every company he's been to, and as his body, you know, goes down because your body, like I'm we looking at Shell Benjamin right now. Shell Benjamin is what 40 years old. 40 something, yeah. Yeah, you see, he, I mean, he, because fucking Keegan Swoller is seen like every year. It's like in the past couple of years, he's even toned down the high flying style, even though he wasn't like a huge high flyer. It's just, no. you know, the great thing about them is like AJ Styles, this is like, all right, every, that's why I'm saying he's one of the greats because yeah. every single company he goes to as he's aged, he are, oh, okay, I know how to adapt. I don't need yeah. to do this. I don't need to do that. To add more years onto my body. The so, other, the other I thing I would that. say is, uh, oh, by the way, those New Day jackets with the Mortal Kombat unicorn are cold as hell. Um, but uh, the thing also, I think we need to acknowledge when it comes to the difference between guys like Shelton and AJ and Matt Hardy and Chris Jericho is Shelton and AJ's athleticism ain't gone. Like with Jericho, the athleticism is gone now. And it's been that way for the past couple of years. If you want, to, yeah. if we want to keep it a buck, I mean, uh, let me get some years. Probably about shit. I want to be honest with you. About six years now, it's been like that. Yeah. And it's probably because he's not he. You know, this he's like his gut progressed. It's like, bro, he's not working out. I don't care who you are, professional athlete, non-professional athlete. If you started out working out 
and you don't end up working out, your body is going to show it. I'm not trying to put myself over. Let me explain. I got a gut now. All right. But if I decided to eat as many calories as I do now and not work out four to five times a week, like I already do, guess what's going to happen? Yeah. So that, that that's the thing. He just stopped working out. You could tell he stopped working out just because it physically shows on so many accounts. And because he got his, that, that's the problem with him. One of the problems he has, but let me say about his career overall, not the bullshit he says, you know, on the internet and on interviews and etc. It's just, bro, he, you stop taking, I don't know if you stop taking the game serious or you stop caring because when you're an athlete, bro, you have to fucking train. Like it don't, it don't matter. Yeah. You, football player, NBA player, hockey player, no matter what athlete you are, the only thing that could beat you is that's allowed to beat you is father time, unless you're Tom Brady or LeBron. Those are only two exceptions, but those are once in a lifetime type yeah. people, but they still work out. Yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll put Serena in that category too, but, um, the, yeah, even the, though she kind of she kind of losing steps, she, she kind of losing steps. But like her losing a step is like losing in the finals now. Is exactly. that like like Jericho at this point? Like I can't trust him to main event nothing no more. Like I said, Matt Hardy, Matt Hardy different because I know Matt Hardy's working out. It's just, bro, it's the early oh, part of your life. Those tables, ladders, and chairs matches catching up to you. But that's the crazy thing about him and Jeff, like bro. I'm extremely surprised they still are able to move. Like, yeah. it took Edge to get the stem cells or whatever he had to do to come back years later. All right? Christian about to be in AEW, and it's even then where it's like, okay, how much is he going to work? But he seems to be in shape as well, even though he had to retire for a second. Yeah. So it's I like for- – I forgot awful. to mention that too because he came out as the signee in AEW looking like a substitute teacher. Like no, he, might well, said, he might as well be the Dean Douglas character now. Somebody said he was out there like a uh, at an A for ninth grade a chaperone. <laughs> chaperone, how he was doing the peeps, making yeah. sure everything is straight. Yeah, this is out of Catholic school. Leave some space for Jesus when you slow dance. He he always been swaggerless. I always thought Christian it was better than Edge. I'm a I'm a bigger Christian fan than Edge, but bro, he always been swaggerless. Yeah. He uh he very Steph Curry like it. Not much swag, but he's great. Hey, relax. Steph been Steph been dressing nice the past couple of years. He been drippy. He been drippy. He got he you know he getting his hair faded now. So his wife got him right. That's what happened. See, that's what happened when you have a good wife. Like, hey, I'm gonna help you out with these these clothing techniques. I know he got a lot of jackets, but he live in the bay. It's always cold up there. Yeah, Wardell uh Wardell doing his thing, but man. We got them talking to this dude. Um, <laughs> swag. Speaking of swaggerless monkeys, yeah, over here with the evil Knievel leggings on, and he got the uh, beauty supply flip flops. Yeah, he got. Ones. Yeah, he got those ones that's netted on the top with yeah, the little flowers on. Or green. Yeah, I know. Never mind. Anyways. <laughs> Um, I think I know what you was about to say, but then no, nah, that's really it. Like going forward with AEW, because I'm like between last episode and this episode, I meant to get the criticisms off. But I was telling you, like I, it, the criticisms, like the criticisms that I have now are just much higher in the sense that 
you know, it's been a year and a half now where you've had like a TV show. There's no more excuses now. Like the, if you can't get to a point at this point where you can't have at least two of your young talents beefing with each other and having a rivalry, you're doing something wrong. Because you got Darby Allen there as, as a TNT champion. Okay, you got him over. You use Sting. Okay, I understand you have to use Sting. Okay, now what you going to do with Brian Cage and Ricky Starks? They got to start over now. Mm-hmm. They have to make the big the big uh, restart. You got Scorpio Sky there. I think he should win, like I said, because Darby Allen, if he's going to be like this stunt daredevil dude, it's like Mick Foley. You don't necessarily need the title to be entertaining. Just go out there and do what you do. The final thing is, once again, like we always say, we've been talking about this whole thing, like, you know, women's wrestling taking women seriously. AEW, take your women's division seriously. Because if I had to rank which shows do women, like, do women's wrestling the best? This is how I would rank it. I would rank it NXT at number one, Impact at number two, SmackDown at number three, Raw at number four, and AEW at the bottom. And it's not like AEW's division is just supremely less talented. They have talented workers there. They're just underutilized. Like, if you have them wrestling on dark and night in, night out for nothing... It doesn't feel right. Give them proper storylines. Let them do things. They're talented enough where they can exceed your expectations. They can put on compelling matches. They to- they tell good stories. These are great wrestlers. Let them be great wrestlers. And the, the best part about the women's division is you don't really have any old people there. Mm-hmm. So everyone you make there is going to be a homegrown AEW star. So make the stars. There's no reason Britt Baker, who's been doing the best character work in that company, should not be one of the top stars. There's no reason Hikaru Shida, who's been the champion for almost a year now, shouldn't be as big of a star as Darby Allen or Kenny Omega. Nyla Rose has been as dominant as Lance Archer has. There's no reason why she shouldn't be as big of a star. Thunder Rosa has been doing great work with them. There's no reason why she shouldn't be a bigger star than what she is within AEW and get more opportunities. The same way you got to give the young men talent, you got to give the whole women's division that that uh, thing. And the next thing you better do is you better move on from this botch because, hey, man, you royally screwed that. You promised us this really cool explosion and you didn't have the budget for it. <laughs> and you knew that. Like, that's the wild thing is they knew it. Because there's no way you can tell me that they didn't test the final explosion. If they didn't test that, then that is on them. They should have tested the pyro. Like, okay, what's the final explosion going to look like? It's going to look like this. Okay, cool. Everything got to go off. You got to have enough where it's just going to shoot off. Even if you got to line the outside of the ring at the end with pyro. No one's paying attention. We all understand what's happening. 
It's a play. That way, when it goes off and you see Kingston doing there, the character work means something. Now he just looks ridiculous. You may have ruined Eddie Kingston for a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. I thought he was on Impact. Am I tripping? No, nah, that's Eddie Edwards. Is it because they both wear uh, shorts and they look alike? Yeah, the main way you can tell the difference is uh, Eddie Edwards is from Boston and Eddie Kingston wears the Black Lives Matter shirts. Okay, so which one is going to say nigga with Papa John? Yes. And the final thing is, this is just a funny one. Vince is banning thigh slaps. Yeah, please elaborate on that because that's wrestling one-on-one in order to to let them know that you actually did like a a knee. Is it a knee drop? Yeah, you could do it with a knee drop as well. Or Or just like super kicks or whatever. Yeah, you're supposed to get that thunder besides hitting the bottom of the mat. So uh, you got to elaborate on to me why I can't slap my own goddamn knee. Because you know, never mind. From from what I heard, from what I heard, yeah, relax, buddy. Hey, those retribution shirts is kind of hard. Yeah, but it's retribution. I don't care. I might have to get one. Hey, nah, you know what? I hated that whole uh, grandmama in church. Hurt business, Bobby Lashley shirt, but I think I'm gonna go ahead and get it. They have a sale every day for shirts anyway, so I might as well oh, buy it. We're getting a U.S. title match. All right, run that. Let me stop and win too. At WrestleMania? And, no, next week. They need to put down the pre-show. The other thing is, uh, hey man, let uh, I'm glad they started calling uh him Mustafa Ali again. Yeah, I'm like, bro, that's his name. Yeah. Like, I don't really care if they call Riddle, Riddle, whatever. I want to know what they was calling him when he was in the south side of Chicago as 12, fucking with people. Um, Yeah, you don't want to know that. He was arresting, <laughs> he was arresting all of uh, O-Block. Folks and them tripping 12, fuck 12, and all that. All right, yeah. all right don't let Ask me start talk, know- talking about my, like, my Chicago people. Ask him if he knows G. Herbo. He's like, yeah, yeah, I busted him a couple times. When he was 15, because Herbo was out here. Yeah, yeah. I knew Juice World too. He was a good kid. I wanted to arrest him, but he was a good kid. Yeah, uh, he definitely got. Case, a, uh, he definitely got a file on King Louis allegedly. Yeah, yeah. He, I'm the reason Chief Keith got to leave Chicago. No, nah, nah. Um. Yeah, the thigh slap thing. Apparently, Vince was watching SmackDown and he saw some thigh <laughs> slaps that just. <laughs> That's already funny. Yeah, you knew who it came from. Bruce, like, no, it was from Vince. No, Vince was the watching fact that he was watching SmackDown is hilarious. Well, Roman is on SmackDown still, but no, I mean, he basically saw some thigh slaps and he didn't like that they looked obvious to him. So, apparently, now in gorilla position, it's there's a sign that says no thigh slapping, hmm. which hey, man. You think Vince be making those botchamania videos? Because that's what it sound like. If he watching that close, he's like, I ain't trying to end up on botchamania ever again. Because I know Vince watches botchamania. So I have about to be on there. Oh, yeah, it's a six-pack challenge now for uh, Papa John's Pizza. You got to add Sabu to it. 
Okay, we might have a winner now. Yeah, he he said that shit. That nigga guilty. What fifty said? He, he did whatever they that. say. Yeah, whatever they say. That nigga did that. <laughs> he 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 did it. It's on t- not on tape, but you know they got to document it. Yeah. But nah, that's that's pretty much the wild thing. I was like, man, the only th- explanation I can get for this is Vince be making botchamania videos, man. He'd be out here making those compilations. Because it's like who who else would be like who else is just watching that closely and is like, I don't like the thigh slapping. Like Vince might forget about this in a couple weeks, but it's just like, man, I don't I don't he's like, we'll pipe it in. We'll pipe it in. Okay, Vince, but what are we gonna do when we get back to a crowd? Worry about that later. For right now, no thigh slapping. I'm like, all right, Vince. All right, bro. Watch All right, so I can't slap knees. So, which means uh, if the Bucks you hurt was in the WWE and they heard about that, they can't do no super kicks. Nope. Nope. No, that, takes, that takes away 90% of their move list. Hey, I'll leave tired of these niggas, bro. Sick of these niggas. Hire some help. Get rid of these niggas. He yeah, needs to like, join the hurt business. Fuck it. He's like, man, I am so tired of these white folks. I mean, I'll, I'll kick it with Mia, but man, why I got to kick it with these white folks, man? Man, put him in a hurt business. Fuck it. Yeah, make it happen. He I know he got him. some undercover cop suits. Yeah, he could be the COINTEL pro for the hurt business. He gonna be uh the Bill O'Neill. This man just said the COINTEL pro for her business. Yeah, he, he definitely <laughs> imagine that for Vince. Vince don't know what's going on with the hurt business, so he just have <laughs> Ali just infiltrated. Yeah, like Vince gonna come back and like. Why every time you guys write a hurt business storyline, you guys are watching Judas and the Black Messiah? What is going on? Why am I seeing these the African Americans? No, he gonna my- say the full word, it, bro. Nobody gonna convince me. Vince gonna be like, never mind. He said it on TV. He's he says that shit. He called our truth his nigga. That's true. You think Ali calling him a nigga right now? Yeah, but in the I guess in, if there's a respectable way, yeah. In the name of Allah, my nigga. Bismillah. <laughs> I don't think he's most deaf. Yeah, that's just that's just a word though. I know. I, I trust me. I, I was know. about to say. Yeah, I was you know about to I know, the black I'm on saying. both sides intro. <laughs> El Duble uh, Minutes to rise. I would rather have uh, no. All right, never mind. I ain't gonna kill Black Star like that, but no, kill it. All right, I'd rather have Ali rap, and I don't know how Ali raps. I'd rather have Ali rap than Talib Kweli. Yeah, no, it's 2021. Free yourself from Talib Kweli bars. I'm slanderous we, today. No, we, we had a conversation. When the last time somebody heard a Talib Kweli song? I don't know. His wife leaving him, though. That shit is funny. <laughs> why is that funny because he'd be talking he'd be harassing women online he like do. remember he harassed that lady like you said all of this about my wife this and that he went for like a month on that lady and now his wife is like you know what i'm out of here he got kicked off twitter for that thinking he was defending his wife and his wife is like you know what i'm gonna leave you on the same day kim kardashian left kanye 
You mean Khalid? Make you stick to your ribs? I mean, yeah, that's what we're gonna get again. We're gonna get we're gonna get quality features on that new Kanye album. That nigga better go facial hair first. Kanye, Kanye gonna make a Fallout Boy album. I'm telling you. I'm with it. I'm telling you. He he didn't hurt that trip. He heard that trippy red album. He was like, "Yeah, we going uh, we going emo rock for this. We getting we getting the uh, My Chemical Romance uh, guitar licks off. You think I'm playing? You think hey. I'm playing? Wait till you look at the album and see Gerard Way wrote half the, the songs. Nigga, just put out the album. This nigga done got 200 songs. He really is Dr. Dre now. That nigga got 200 songs. Ain't putting that shit up, bro. It's a, it's a gospel album. He gonna be cussing in the gospel album. He gonna take all that crazy Also, Kanye might be going to jail. Yeah, I heard about that. The campaign <laughs> money stuff? Yeah. I was like, wow, this is, this is super illegal. <laughs> <laughs> No, nah, like, this nigga beat this. He to go, bro. I don't care. Like, I mean, Trump gotta help him with this. How that nigga about to go to jail? Well, we got a, a seven man now because we got Trump has entered the chat. Trump said nigga. You know Trump said nigga. Don Cheadle said that nigga said nigga. Oh yeah, when it was golfing. No, he was at a party, and it was like apparently he said like he heard Trump say, "Would you ever fucking to another white man? Would you ever fuck a nigga?" It was like, wait, wait, what? Well, if it's Beyonce, then yeah, it's got to be on a Monday in Black History Month. He said this like when the Dangerously in Love album, I'm guessing. So he probably wasn't thinking about Beyonce. He probably was talking about Tyra Banks. Oh, Which the answer is still yes. Or Temptation Island, yes. The lead woman. With all due respect to that queen. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. The British yeah, lady. Yeah. She British? Yeah. Wasn't she? I, Are you talking I, about the current one? Yeah, the current. The, the queen that kind of looked like Lauren London, which is crazy. Oh, I don't know that one. I feel like the original one was a British lady. But maybe I'm tripping. I, I seen the IG, bruh. I seen the yeah. IG. The royal family ain't got a check for that skin color. Kid about to come out looking like a king or queen. I mean the baby the baby they had came out white. I don't like that Oprah interview was wild. We done with talk, we done talking about wrestling, by the way. Yeah, yeah. We, we, we can just feel until we get a body. Hey, listen. Oprah has been running what, what you had what would you would you say about her a couple of years ago? She was the first uh influencer, IG influencer. Yes. yes. Bruh, she really be waiting for topics that people was talking about years ago to bring it back to remind you, but then she gonna add a little sauce to it. Like, yeah. bro, we been knew like they probably wasn't fucking with her, but then you want to bring it on the Sunday when the All Star game coming on, even though that's not a big thing. But yeah. Oprah timing just be weird. Like, bro, why are you bringing this shit up years later? Like, she said, she Luda, Oprah. Yeah, I, I know. She probably didn't know, nigga. She probably didn't even know about no royal family. She was like, royal family, motherfucker. This- I got the royal. I got a royal family. They call my butlers. I am the royal family. What the fuck is you talking about? Right, my dogs, they got their own uh, house, which is a fact, people. If you want to look it up, Oprah, or the back house is for the dogs. Yeah, like, she got a Cassidy lyric from the Big Business song. I got a large house and a dog house in the backyard. Even my dog house got a backyard. Well, I ain't heard that lyric in a minute, but that's the shoot, people. Yeah. That's what I'm Stead surprised, and Sleep at. I'm surprised I know 
Cassidy lyrics in 2021. I need Bruh, to free that's myself. Insane. Yeah, no, no, no. You, you, that threw me up. I'm like, nigga. I, I need to free myself. I'm a hustler. Look, I can remember damn near every song. Of I'm a hustler because that was my summer in 205. Uh, speaking of, yeah, hey, well, hold on. I think I talked about that. Yeah, I talked about that on another podcast. We need to have Soldier Boy and Bow Wow on 205 Live. Okay, so the thing about that is, I'm when that when I heard that, I was completely on Randy Orton's side with Soldier and Randy Orton because I'll be damned if me, a wrestler, let someone from the music industry, let alone the rap game, call me fake. I but will be damned. It's not fake, but this nigga act like he playing football, Randy. But you can't sit up here. We, I saw you lie and talk talk about the people you shot. I saw you. That happened. Out, I saw you put out the bootleg video game console. I saw that, it. That happened. The thing is, he he did it. It's a shoot. I saw it. I saw it. No pun intended. I saw you out here talking tough to people. And then when Casanova got in your face, you was real, real docile. I saw well, that. Casanova so goddamn loud. Hey, bro, you got it. Just shut the fuck up. You you blowing my eardrum. When out. Casanova checked you about you know talking to that lady that way, you got real docile. I saw it. Yeah, so don't tell broke, me. So don't tell was, me. Draco yeah. was bogus for that. Yeah, so don't tell me I bring the real to wrestling. You didn't bring the real to your own life. But everything is pro wrestling. Everything is wrestling, but I'll be damned if I let a rapper tell me I'm fake. I will never let a rapper tell me I'm fake. Y'all niggas sitting up here listening to certain rappers. Y'all listen to correctional officers, and you telling me I'm fake? Hey, what about to say? Oh, this nigga bogus for saying uh, Tunchi. Who I still don't know what the fuck she is, and Lil Wayne is on my top five, top ten favorite list. He listened uh, to DJ Khaled. Jay-Z. Randy Orton yeah, listened to DJ Khaled. A, a Jay-Z. His CT must have been acting up when he was tweeting that shit. A Jay-Z. Like, I know it ain't enough characters, bro, but you going on tweet rent. Put some respect on whole name. Meek Mill, that's all like, all right, bro, you really don't need to be listening to music, rap music. what I say? He listened to DJ Khaled albums. Who did he name that wasn't on a DJ Khaled album? Uzi Vert. Uzi been on a DJ Khaled album. Shit, I'm trying. Who hasn't been on one? Talib. So I'm saying, like, these are Jay got like four DJ Khaled album songs. He got a classic one too. Yeah, Lil Wayne been on every Khaled album. Every. Meek Mill been on like the last seven. Unfortunately. So he's just listening to this Wayne. I don't even know what's going on, bro, with this audio. I just see people talking about how Shane is breathing heavy. He a fat man. Yeah, don't let that blazer fool you. He's 47. He a fat man now. You know what I mean? No disrespect to the fat man, but, you know, tend to get hot very easy. Like You just stand there and shit get yeah. hot, especially when you're under light. That man's sweating for no goddamn reason. Them lights yeah. is turned up to 20. Plus, you middle-aged, man. You a father of multiple children. You hot. It's okay. Temperature, he bro. better than me when I start getting high, bro. I'm taking this goddamn jacket off. We're gonna realize that's the same white shirt he been wearing because you're gonna see the caked up uh deodorant stains on the, on the armpit. 
Yeah, if you ain't got no clear deodorant in 2021, I got a question for you. Oh, yeah. Ask, ask the question. Why are you not wearing clear deodorant, man? Speed stick got clear deodorant. That that liquid when it start getting hot. Get that clear mm-hmm. deodorant so it won't come through your white tee. Oh, no. a, He's sweating this thing. Yeah, that's a bar to end it on. All right, Good y'all. Night. Good night, everybody. <laughs>